Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour three of the program. We've got some LSU football on tap for you this hour. Mike Scarborough, just a couple of seconds. And then Mike Tatillier's second half of the hour. We'll sprinkle in some Saints and NFL talk in here. Sports libs. And our moment is ends from well, James Moran, who covers LSU football for TigerAg.com, talking about the LSU offense. Uh, just a real quick comment on a on a random text that I got. Somebody called Mike Leach boring. I don't know if you actually know who Mike Leach is, if you think Mike Leach is boring. I think you can say a lot of things about Mike freaking Leach. But I don't think you can call him boring. I mean, this is on par with the people who are disrespecting Coach O today. Which I don't get. I ran it on that on our Facebook Live video at 9 o'clock on the WWL Radio Facebook page. The disrespect for Coach O is reaching absurd levels to me. Especially in this Athlon sports speech yesterday that had him the 51st fetch coach in college football. I do not understand that behind guys like Mark Stoops and Will Muschamps. Oh, Will, Will Muschamp. Oh. Head slap, forehead slap. Let's bring on in Mike Scarborough of uh, TigerBait.com, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter to talk a little LSU football. Mike, what's going on tonight? No, man, I'm glad you gave me the late spot. Uh, we, we had Orgeron's post-practice uh, press conference, and uh, as soon as he said, as soon as it's over, he says, okay, dinner's on me, and uh, he invited all the media into the new nutritional center, and, of course, he made a mistake with me. I, I, I'd hit the gym before I went to practice, so. Uh, I, I was worried I was going to clean them out, but uh, <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff there. Well, what, is the, what are those facilities like? What's that dining room like? Oh, it's incredible. I, I, I you know, I'm walking out, and Tyrion Davis is walking in. Tyrion Davis Price, and of course, I, I had an ice cream cone in my hand. I got that to go, and uh, I said, "Man, how are y'all not spoiled rotten by this?" I mean, and then I'm wondering how are the coaches not just going to be, you know, needing, you know, two or three uh, waist sizes up pants in six months? It's when you can just go downstairs and you got an ice cream machine and all the uh, anything you can imagine they've got fixed down there pizza yeah. carbon roast it, it's that is entirely a major recruiting tool and it's that it's that is that is not an understatement. <laughs> yeah, the the trials and tribulations of the modern college athlete. Uh, right now, we can get into that conversation another day. I am curious. Did Coach O say anything about the three big defenders who've been out the last couple of days? Chase on Delpit and Fulton. I think back to back days they've been out, Mike. Yeah, I, he he th- he just you know reiterated what he said this morning on Baton Rouge radio uh, this evening that all the injuries of the guys that are out there are minor and that they will all be back. Um, you know. The the thing that's really um, you know and, and of course he's not going to ever throw any unit under the bus, but he is really high on the offensive line, which is the unit that you know if you ask anybody who covers the team and, and any LSU fan that covers that follows the team, their biggest worry is the offensive line, and he says that's the most in, improved unit on the football team. And he's really singing the praise praises of Sadiq Charles at left tackle, Austin Deckless at right, of course you know Damian Lewis. Uh, and Cushion Barry are, are the you know your two best guys on the offensive line, 
Um, but he, he's excited about uh, chasing Hines, it, it, you know, uh, backing up at center and, and, and some of the other guys. So while he doesn't have the numbers, he only has 12 guys, um, you know, unless they uh, have some something major happen. I think he, he likes the direction of where that offensive line is going right now. And with the, with the fast pace and the tempo that they're running every day in practice, um, I think those guys are also getting in, in, in pretty good uh, shape because it's um, they're, they're doing a ton of cardio every single practice. Um, the pace of practice is unlike anything we've ever seen at LSU. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about the offensive line. So it's interesting that you go there. We know that Lloyd Cushenberry is kind of anchoring this in the middle. He's kind of the veteran, really high on him. Everybody has been since last year. It sounds like uh, uh, Charles and Deculus on the outside. Those are the two spots, the bookend tackles that people have been worried about, Mike. Yeah, yeah, and look, uh, you know, I, I, we, we're loading the website up with photo galleries every day, and you know, I put up a, a photo, a real clean shot of Deculus, um, and and you can see where his body has really changed since this time last year. He's he shed a lot of bad weight, and um, you know, someone said uh, a week or two ago that you know it's kind of unfair to judge him based on last year particularly when you go game by game and look at who who are some of the guys that he faced that are now in the NFL. There was like seven of them. Um, so he, he's bound to be a better product this year, and particularly since he's done the work in the offseason. You can see it in his body. I want to ask you about John Emery because he lit social media kind of on fire, not even kind of, really on fire today. There was kind of a Skycam video of him bouncing off a tackle, then through a hole, and then he's off to the races, running by these elite defenders towards the end zone on the opposite side. Is Emery certainly looks like he's everything he's billed to be, Mike. Uh, he definitely does, but I'm, I'm also uh, – I, I, I put in a message to a ref friend of mine. I think I might have saw – Definitely Sullivan holding, and I, there, there might have been another hold in there. <laughs> they call uh, bring one, it back. Bring it back, uh, Mike. <laughs> one that was uh, was questionable, but either way, that one move when he got uh, one step uh, ahead, uh, you know, that was an ankle breaker. I mean, no, he, he's, uh, you know, you get some anecdotes and people uh, who are, get to see the entirety of practice, and they tell you things, and um, they all say he's he's the real deal, and you know, look, last year I saw him against uh, John Eric, and he, he put the ball on the ground four times. I'm not hearing any issues uh, with that with him. I know maybe there was some, you know, maybe some little nicks and things that were at the end of his senior year at Destrehan, but not hearing any issues with durability or ball uh, control right now with him. I mean, he's, yeah, they're they're absolutely saying he's everything he's built to be. And the same thing with, with Tyrion Davis-Price, that's, they're absolutely excited at the running back spot, and, and, and then it gets you to thinking and with it running back for the, this recruiting class. If they don't get a marquee guy, might they just go ahead and, and go a year without signing one? Right, Mike, because you didn't even mention Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's kind of the, the cherry on top of this running back Sunday when you have Emery and David Price with Mike Dettelier was really high on. We were talking earlier today about that. And then you get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the passing game out of the backfield. You and I talked a lot last year, a lot, about the concern about the running back spot. And doesn't seem like there's any of that this year, right? No, no, no. It, 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 you know, when we were talking this time last year about why we were thinking eight and four – um, and Chase on goes down, and despite the win over Miami, that had you thinking seven and five. And um, but the running back spot was always a major reason why people were hedging their bets. And uh, 
And then you got the performances you got uh, from Edward Solaire and Brissett last year. Um, and now, you know, we're looking, you know, of course, we get 20 minutes of practice. And it, but they, while when we're out there, they are constant. In fact, I just put the video up 15 minutes ago uh, where they're lining running backs up at wide receiver. And it, it because I've been out to every practice, it, you know, I've been in my mind thinking, okay, these backs are going to catch a lot of balls in this offense. So I went and dug it up. Gary James in 1985 holds the reception record for running backs at 50 in a season. So, you know, and I kind of, you know, teased that in the, in the tweet linking to the video that I posted this evening. You know, could this be the year that Gary James' record uh, might fall with, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? You know, that would have him having to have about four and a half reception a game. You know, might he have three in one game and six in another? Um it's hard to believe that that record stood this this amount of time. Yeah, and this is the new offense with Joe Brady, who's been given that extra power by Coach O. We're talking to Mike Scarborough, publisher and recruiting analyst for TigerBait.com about LSU football. He's on Twitter at Scarborough Mike. I'm asking everybody, Mike, and I know you're getting asked this 10,000 times, probably more than that, actually, last couple of months. What are you seeing at camp? Is this the year that all those promises about the LSU offense being remade, being modern, actually going to come true? No, it's absolutely true. Um no, look, you, 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 you can have, uh, you know, it all designed right. You can have personnel, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have a couple of key injuries. You, you never know what can happen. You still need the offensive line to truly come together. But the fact that they're going tempo, and I, I just believe that that's going to help the offensive line, you know, find their way and in, in, in gel and come together as a unit. You've got the, 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 the crazy good wide receivers. He, Orgeron singled out Racy McMath this evening. We know what Jamar Chase can do. We know what Justice Jefferson can do. Uh, Terrace Marshall is 100% healthy. He's poised to have a, a huge year. Um, the receivers are there. So, um, you know, Burrow's in the best shape of his life. And it, it, it's an all-new offense. And, and I, I don't, uh, you know, but at the same time, you, 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 I still think they're going to run the ball like you expect LSU to run the ball. It, it wouldn't be LSU football without that. But I, but I think that uh, they're not going to be predictable and they're going to cause a lot of defenses problems uh, with tempo and the, and the things that they do. And I'm really, I'm really anxious to see Stephon Sullivan at tight end. Uh, I really think he can be dangerous, um, you know, with linebackers having to cover him. It's going to be a special year, we think, for LSU. And it's kind of been built on the back of these recruiting classes Coach O has put in. Look, I, Mike, I got really fired up earlier tonight, admittedly, talking about the disrespect that I see. And I think you heard me talk about it at the beginning of the segment. And Coach O, in my mind, is receiving, yes, nationally, from publications like Athlon Sports, who had him the 51st-ranked coach, but even locally. And I don't hear this a lot. People, yeah, in my look, mind, I, who I, see... I, I know uh, I need to go look at the masthead of Athlons. I think I know the guy on that staff. Uh, that probably was a part of that. That that is just plum ridiculous. Um, you know, look, it, it, look. Everybody in this market had question marks for the most part when Ed Orgeron got the job. I did, but if you can't, if you can't see the the trajectory of the program right now, how well they're doing in recruiting. They won ten games last year when that those same Athlons and Lindys last May. May of 18, you know, had their little sections with Ed Orgeron on the hot seat, you know, sooner or later you, you, you have to give it up. And, you know, unless, no, no, look, there's high expectations this year. I, I don't think anything, 
anything less than 10 wins, I, I, I think is, 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 will not reach expectations. I, I don't think nine and three with this team and the fact that you've got Auburn, Florida, and Texas A&M at home would be acceptable um, unless you just have some major injuries, uh, you know, where you have one of those years that's, uh, you know, knock on wood that you have a rash of injuries that you, you haven't had that kind of luck in a while. Um, but that said, I mean, I, I don't know anybody in the media that's going less than 10 and two. Do you? I, I, no. I, there's nobody that covers LSU that's saying nine and three that I, that I've heard. Nope. I'm with you, Mike. And uh, amen to everything you said there about, Oh, yeah. And a lot of guys are going 10 and two playing it safe. I'm going 11 and one. Yeah, look, Mike, and I'm I'm kind of with you because I, I was with you. I was kind of underselling this team last year, and all of a sudden it came back to bite me. So I mean, I've kind of realizing precedent here. Yeah, I got to so now, now, now I don't know if I'm putting a grigri on them because this time last year I was saying seven and five. Right. So you know, maybe maybe ought to maybe ought to do that again so that, that they have the season that I think they're going to have. But that, I'm going eleven and one unless in the coming weeks we, you know, get some awful news on on some some injuries but you know Orgeron was laying out tonight uh what he wants to see on Saturday in the first scrimmage and of course a lot of it was about execution and you know basically listed everything but he didn't list he didn't list staying away from major injuries and that to me that's that's the biggie but I, I, that's one thing we've done several stories on Tiger Bait in the last few months with Shelly Mullenix a week ago Jack Marucci the trainer Ed Orgeron absolutely listens to his medical and training staff when it comes to pulling back on the kids, uh, giving them rest, uh, the, the proper nutrition. Um, he's, uh, any, any new ideas or, or modern uh, medicine or, or whatever it is that th- those trainers bring to him, he absolutely accepts it and does not challenge them. So, um, I, I, so I don't, I don't think there's going to be any kids that have injuries due to, to, to fatigue or overwork or anything like that because they absolutely monitor that and have all the data to back up what they're doing. Uh, real quick, Mike, I know we're running long, so real quick here. That recruiting class next year still shaping up to be the number one class in America? Yeah, look, you got uh, Coy Moore right there in New Orleans, who I think will be next for LSU in, in, uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um you know, you, you still got Zach Evans, the, the, one of the top running backs in the country. Um, you got Jacoby and Guillory at Ash, that's one of the you know high four-star defensive linemen up in Alexandria. Um, Marcus Dumerville, offensive tackle that they desperately need in this class. I still think it's LSU's in a good spot there. Florida making things interesting. Um, you know, you you add all those guys together. Um, you know, possibly another line backer or defensive back you have those guys in the mix with what you've got now and it's absolutely either one two or three in the country i don't see this class being below third in the country he's mike scarborough special stuff going on in baton rouge right now and he's covering it all at tigerbait.com he's the publisher and recruiting analyst there on that site and he's on twitter at scarborough mike always appreciate the conversation mike thanks for the extra time tonight all right seth talk soon man appreciate it all right thanks so much there he goes we're gonna open up the phone lines for you right now what do you think lsu you heard mike there going 11 and 1 i haven't made predictions yet but i'll tell you this it's not gonna be less than double digit wins when i make those final predictions before the season begins 504-260-1870 that's the phone number 504-260-1870 text line is 870-870 The last lap continues on WWL. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.